This is part two of the interview I did with Corey. Um, part one was where we kind of discussed what um, Pokemon versus his, his his AR game did. Um, and this is part two where we discuss um, new potential changes to the augmented reality design to have make to make his game more accessible and more fun in the AR space. Enjoy. Well, and what I was going to say is, aside from the money component of it, like that might never, I might never be able to turn it around on this game, right? I might yeah. have to make another game or whatever. But the the, the other thing, it, like, that's why Pokemon Go is like a very complicated emotional experience for me, you know, because it's like, in some ways, it's like, damn it, I wasn't so wrong, but damn it, nobody still knows who I am. But yeah, but 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 you know, I'm ultimately not that, you know, be, when people were naysayers, like I didn't stop. I wasn't like whatever keep you know like like you're you're telling me i'm stupid for doing this and like i didn't i didn't ever quit but similarly just like it's like well i might never get that like social benefit off of clandestine of being you know even rewarded in terms of like historically remembered for for being one of the first that might not happen right yeah. but i still in myself emotionally get that still that benefit of being like you weren't totally crazy there were things yeah. that you called that were right there were things that you knew were right that you couldn't do and 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 you sort of like you, you know you sort, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so there is that emotional benefit of, of of like before pokemon go i literally was like i still believe in this medium but i'm still alone and nobody believes in it yeah. really about me and now it's like well people believe in it and you weren't totally wrong so it, it does it's I, I think it's ultimately a benefit like there's people in my family and stuff who's like you know, think I should be furious, but I'm like, <laughs> I had a year and I couldn't make it work. Like, yeah. I'm and, glad it came again, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and the short-term thinkers, at least now, you know, when and, and, and how to push back around them. And also what you need to do differently for that next vision that, you know, and, and plus, by the way, look, Angry Birds, that company went through, do you know how many different mobile games before they finally got Angry Birds to work? I heard it was like 50 or something. Yeah, over 50. And, and, and they did mobile kind of like when there was no app store and all this other stuff. And they took all those lessons and they kept going and they got angry birds. And, and so mm -hmm. I feel like, do, do you feel then, then are you going to pursue AR? Like, are you going to keep on, are you going to maybe do smaller experiments? Are you going to take a different approach or are you going to just, cause I know there's a benefit to at least getting validation from the community. It is not fun when you're the complete pioneer and you have people who are supposedly smart they're getting they're getting paid doing development and yet they're missing the opportunity that you see and yet if yeah. you stick to what you're doing you're going to be so far ahead of them that they'll first of all be trying to ask you for a job but you'll just be in a different class of people where you'll you know they'll even talk about you know those little thinkers that they can't be around either so i don't, well, I, don't I, know, I don't know <laughs> I don't know. I, I also always question, the other thing I always question is my geographic location. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, even though the game wasn't super, super successful, you know, having gone through it, like, I did come out more respected in my community. So in my province of Manitoba, Canada, I won the Future Leader of Manitoba Award. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, you know, the NPR of Canada is CBC, and I got a CBC Future 40 Award. I was nominated within the business. I never thought the business community would ever appreciate anything I did. I always yeah. saw them as, as more of a threat than the other developers in terms of understanding what I was doing. Um, and, and they, you know, nominated me for an innovation award. I lost, but I think if Pokemon Go had come out first and then they did the awards, they probably <laughs> would have changed their mind and decided yeah. that I, I would have got it. 
but you know, so um, you know, I get to meet with, with. I don't talk about it much, but I get to meet with politicians in my province now. But you're also like, but the province is not an influencer location. It's very hard to get capital where I'm from, and, and, and so you lose your agility. And so, yeah, on there first, Pokemon Go came out. All these people from the U.S. or from Silicon Valley. Are going to open up a whole bunch of startups, and they're going to just beat the crap out of you. Like you know, you're just not going to get your shot because you 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 were there too early, and then you had no not enough money when Pokemon Go did hit to compete, and you couldn't raise the funds because I'm not even that great of a like a I'm not a venture capital guy. Yeah. I don't know how to talk to those guys. Um, so you know I I'm very conflicted, and and you know I'm hoping now that I've shipped this project that was um, on my brain, and I spent a couple of weeks banging my head against Pokemon Go, trying to see if I can get the numbers to spike a little bit more, and then if that works, keep hitting it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take you know as opposed to jumping into VR, which I was full gear ready to start doing, I'm probably going to take at least a week, yeah. breathe, and be like, if if you're going to pivot, now's the time to pivot back to what you we're doing originally it's not that i like ar more than other things but i do sort of feel a little bit like you know it was a baby that you were you know a part of before it was a thing and i feel like the other subtle thing that i want to mention is that the concept of i feel like developers do get scared and and maybe i'm just immune to it because i've just experienced it so much it's just that whenever you hear a big company jumping into your space you're like "Uh uh-oh you know this, this could be it. This, you know, they're going to do it well and they're going to do it right. And then you look at how long Ingress was going on. They didn't get it right. And yeah, they had to partner with another company that they weren't necessarily used to to actually get it right. And so there, there's no reason why the large developer has to, or, the, you know, the large company is going to, is going to win. I mean, look at Instagram. They may buy that small company because, you know, the, the smaller team just doesn't want to deal with, you know, long-term things. But I've seen a lot of small companies where supposedly, you know, the the big company with all the resources missed the boat, and either they have to buy it or that's it. Like, you know, but yeah. No, for sure, it's it's more a question of of uh, can I can I get with my skill set the resources because the resources I can acquire here that yeah. I've been able to get is slow capital. It's it's you know through programs yeah. that help fund arts and entertainment. It, uh, it's like, will we have the agility? And 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 I mean, I, who knows? I mean, I am also looking at a lot of these developers being like, they they're gonna think the hard part about about these kind of games is this. I happen to know from a technical level that the hard parts are in these places that they don't know. But yeah. I mean, they might have enough money to chase it down. But I feel like a lot of guys are going to not not See, quite you, be aware of where the it. challenges are. Yeah. And you are doing it though when it's completely unclear. When, when you get people who jump into stuff after the fact, they may not even be necessarily good good overall. They just may not be good because they have to first see all this stuff before they do it. And and if you're that type of person, you're probably going to miss the boat anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like like on, mm-hmm. on the other hand, other hand, because you're just not willing to take the risk when it's completely unclear. And, and those people seem to be rare. Now, you have to take the risk and you have to get it right. right? And that's that's where we were talking about the craftsmanship and some of these other things that I think are critical principles for other developers who want to take that, you know, as, as huge of a risk as you. Um, but I guess, yeah, I don't know we'll, we'll see. And, and I don't know, maybe I will, I'll look into AR. I mean, I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to see like if people even care about this or if it's just the Pokemon thing, I don't know. I mean, I think 
that I think that's the outstanding yeah. outstanding question. Uh, is is like I mean I I have had I've, oh well, it's so weird too because I posted on indie dev forums I posted all over the place like I tried Reddit and everything before Pokemon Go and got like virtually zero traction yeah. and then like and then recently I I done it it's like I was there out a year before and while I'm still not getting like explosive stuff people are like you know actually saying nice things about the game yeah. like uh, oh it's deeper and stuff like that and you're just like oh like you know I I don't I don't know that we had without without more marketing dollars yeah. any ability to to compete because um, it's it, even in my own city. I'm riding the bus on my own city. My picture <laughs> yesterday was in like the newspaper on like yeah. the second damn page, and everyone is and you're looking around and you're like six people on the bus are playing Pokemon Go, yeah. and, and it's like on your own. Ter- it's not even actually formally available in my country yet, but they oh, all wow. have it. <laughs> and, and, and you're sitting here being like, and I'm riding the bus to work, and none of these people in my own city. And I and I definitely hit the media hard here, if nowhere yeah. else. Like I hit when the game came out, know who I am, or I or I get I talk to newspaper people again, or or yeah. the media again, and and they're like, they didn't connect that the game was. They sort of totally forgot about. It. It's like it, it just yeah. didn't connect on a fundamental level what you were doing, or why it was important, or how it changed things. They sort of like still shared the story, still understood it as being an interesting thing, but like they didn't come back and be like. Oh, we already had something like that here. You had to go yeah. and be like, "Hey guys, remember when we talked like a year ago? That was like this." And you know, and then they'll talk to you again. But it's sort of interesting how like you, you sort of feel like, "Where did you go wrong?" That like, even in your own no, city. And, and and you bring up a really another good point, which is that for the innovators, sometimes there's just no venue or media that can even cover you. You you have to. You have to find the customers first, and then they'll cover that because they don't understand where you're coming from. Because it's not like a film festival. There was no AR festival where people are just they're looking for the next film or they can relate to it. You were doing something completely new, and the only way that you were going to get their exposure, their coverage, is if you prove it out by getting customers first. Yeah, then, which was which was always the hope. Uh, yeah. yeah, even the and games that's where media, the iterative approach. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Even the games media. Will, will well, not. I mean, there there was a games media site that I, I really do respect, uh, but they they basically told me that they don't believe, like they don't they don't think that there's a story with my yeah. game. They don't. They, it's not a type. Of, it doesn't speak to them. That's what they said. Because and they, then Pokemon Go comes out, <laughs> and they had fucking six articles every damn day. And I understand, like yeah. like they would get clicks on Pokemon Go. And See, they wouldn't that, get clicks that, on that's, me, but they wouldn't. Why, yeah, and that's why I bring up these things because I'm going to listen to this podcast again because you were in a territory where the opportunity was huge, right? And you were to- totally indie, but you tried to potentially go at it or, or relate to people in a way that other proven mediums and proven experiences were doing it. And And the thing is, though, they couldn't fathom it because their business model was not meant to cover completely innovative stuff like you are doing mm-hmm. because they you know they're not going to get the clicks and the, the the reason why they're getting clicks now is because it's already Pokemon, a phenomenon yeah right and exact and so so really what you had to do it seems for any indie developer that wants to do something completely way out there is you had to get a customer base and kind of literally co-develop it with them like yeah because because everyone else whether it's the developers that you were talking about that gave you pushback and all these other things and even even your own inexperience right could surely be yeah and no no i'm i'm just thinking about even innovative games i want to do and it's like 
you have to find that customer base or it's yourself that you're going to you're going to develop it for but you have to get that feedback loop going because without that no one's going to cover you until it becomes a phenomenon and then they're like oh well now it's it's a phenomenon and and the only reason I'm going to cover it is because the audience wants to hear about the phenomenon not, not that they care about the experience well, potentially and sort of like the stock market or like the value of money like the value of like uh, most currencies like american currency is based on like the, the the market basically right like what yeah. how much people believe in it how much yeah, they think exactly. it's going to be worth You're right. and there seems to be a mob thing <laughs> yeah. about it right like it's like like I tried yeah. to push push AR and because there wasn't like a generally accepted belief in it it didn't go anywhere but, but VR a small indie developer can could release VR in the time when there was all that heat on VR and that's sort of what I was like I, I look at that stuff too and sort of be like that's why you don't necessarily want to be too far out because it's like no, like I, I, enough big companies are saying VR is going to be the thing that, and yeah. enough indie devs who are cool and slick are saying it's going to be the thing that then everyone's like, Oh, let's really examine and look closely at virtual reality. And then that, but it, and it does play back to like in increasing the, like, I don't know that there's a loose situation and other than again, they might not make as much money as they set out to do, but they still end up becoming higher profile because they got yeah. that coverage. But, but here I, I'm going to, I want to actually push back on what you said. Um, Go for it. I mean, I'm, and, I'm happy to discuss. And, and I think what it is is that you said that don't be far out there. I think, I think the real better question, because you know what? I was into user-generated games before they became huge and you saw Minecraft, and I was like, wow. I really yeah. wanted to do something. Like, what did I miss? What did I mess up on that, that allowed me to miss this opportunity? And, and, I, and I made notes, and some of them are kind of like <laughs> reflected in our discussion here. But the real question I should have asked is, how do I accelerate this trend? Instead of saying like, okay, I'm too far out there, I'm too early, it's like, look, what would need to happen so that I can either invent something that accelerates this trend or find a way to accelerate it? Because yeah. by being early, That's you, you can get fair. all the gains. You can, If you pull it off and you actually accelerate it, you will get all the gains. That means that you would have had a billion dollars right now, which... Which, you know, maybe it's not about money, but you would have, you would have created the genre. You would have established the genre and gotten kind of some of the fame that you were alluding to also. And, and I think, and I think that's the Palmer what, Lucky of it. Yeah, right. And, and I think, and once again, Palmer Lucky, he found the customers that, that goes back to like, he didn't try to. Oh, you're exactly right. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so true. Like, and, they, and I, I look, mean, he did I, have Val's backing to legitimize yeah. him a little bit, but. Yeah. That, that's why I like discussing this stuff because you were there. You were on an early situation and it's like, look, what are those subtle things that you as a pioneer could have done to to have made it happen? And and sometimes there are these things like Kickstarter or some of these other venues that pop up that give you that opportunity to kind of accelerate some of these little other luck or systems that you need to actually make it work. Um, but I was thinking back to user-generated games and I was like, wow, if first of all, I didn't want to learn 3D necessarily. I was like, dude, I just want people to create stuff. And yet I wasn't, and this goes back to what I think I, I mentioned in a previous, in the previous interview, which is sometimes given our skill set, we want to find something that's convenient rather than compelling. And you need to find that critical rule set or system set that actually makes a compelling experience that obviously is, is as convenient to you as possible. But if you don't have certain skill sets, you may not even get that critical, like kind of like in chemistry where you get that reaction once you once you have those core items. And so one of those things I think is is multiplayer. Where I was like, I, I did do actually I did do multiplayer, but maybe I didn't do it as well. 
But mm-hmm. if you don't find those things like, oh, okay, I need to actually potentially use blocks, I need to actually do this, I need to make it 3D so that it's this, this, whatever, then you may miss out on making that Minecraft or making that whatever Pokemon Go or whatever it is. And that's why I say that as a pioneer, not only do you need to have that artistry, you need to have the craftsmanship of all those different domains or at least find the people who, who you can work with in such a cohesive and trusting manner that they can bridge those gaps. Because if you don't have that, I feel I have not, I, I feel like then, then it becomes difficult to pull off kind of, kind of the, the, the pioneer, getting that pioneering um, place in history, you know? And, well, and it, and, and it does happen. That's the thing. I mean, people yeah. can name Steve Jobs, but who at BlackBerry was, you know, <laughs> like, or even like Palm, like, who is that yeah. guy? Or yeah, uh, like no, the internet, so like true. there's, there's there's a lot of nerdy people who will know like this guy created Linux and, yeah. and and this guy created DOS and this guy created the internet but like the people who created the internet should be more revered than people like you know but it, it yeah. but the thing is it does seem like refinements work better like Google was not the yeah. first search engine it they refined the search engine because um, Steve Jobs didn't create the first smartphone he t- he took it. okay yeah so you were saying multiplayer what what about that so it's one of those things where it's like. You know, um, like, you know, we heard people thought that you need multiplayer. I love the idea that you would set up towers in front of your best friend's house. He wakes yeah. up in the morning and he's like, you, you bastard. And he like, you know, and he counterattacks and, and that there'd be these factions. And I love all that. It You know, it's more expensive, but it's also, like you said, we could have gone that way. Yeah. And then in hindsight, we could have said, I, well, I feel like, we, you know, that, that was, that was wrong or, 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 but I mean, it's higher cost and it is like multiplayer is good if you have a player base. And, and tower defense, though, look, that's a, that's a popular genre. And, yeah, I know. And, yeah. and so, so what do you, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you feel that there is an AR, there's still an opening for a tower defense game in Definitely. AR that is multiplayer, um, but, but more casual? So I, you know, I think about tower defense. There was, you know, the desktop tower defense, but then there was also plants versus zombies, right? Which was way more casual. And it may not be the theme that you like, but that did yeah. reasonably well. So it isn't oh, like yeah, our defense very... is is just relegated to hardcore players, and and maybe if you so so yeah, what what are your thoughts on this? Um, well, I think the best. I, games... What about relaunching a tower defense AR game, but with a different but, theme? You know. Well, the issue still would be with the Mateo stuff. I don't quite know yeah. how we could execute on it. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, but but assuming that's aside, you know, you may not the, even the, need the... that, honestly. What you well, can do. true. Because did you use Unity or did you use? Um... Yeah, we used Unity. I like how I like how Unity is like. We can make Pokemon Go, and it's like, yeah, I know we made you in Unity too. Yeah, and so what I'm thinking is that you can literally just use their webcam texture, which which you may not know much about, but you can literally look. It's it seems like people don't need the 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 3D <laughs> AR stuff to actually look like it's situated in the screen. Well, that, that is true. I they mean, just care yeah. about the location and some kind of AR candy. And, and so, so. I think they will care, though. I mean, this is their first hit of it. It's sort of like movies used to be black and. Look, but, but, white but no at sound. this point, you have a different genre in, in, in a, in a medium that people seem to finally be open to. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, like the mobile games initially like even five or six years ago okay so maybe there was one mobile game in one genre that worked but you know you've got a different genre 
and it, and it isn't it isn't going to be zero sum where everyone's like okay we're just going to play um doodle jump or we're just going to play all play angry birds right. then what happened was is people played clash of clans and they played you know machine zone and then there were all these other games that that also appealed to casual gamers and or even kim kardashian the kim kardashian game which was like kind of like what pokemon was two years ago two years yeah. ago there's like the so so yeah what what are you i mean i definitely so think tower defense is a great game i think yeah. one thing that we always thought was very important to the genre and i still think is important to the genre is the ability for the users to contribute to that digital space like pokemon yeah. goes one way right and ingress is one way but ours we were always very much like you build towers and then when you look through your phone what you see is actually there so i still think that there is a huge potential i mean uh uh, I, I I would set it up a little bit like I you know I, I'd set up but, a lot differently obviously but yeah. um, but but given the lessons that we've discussed over these past now three interviews I guess let, let's let's why don't we take those lessons and even even stuff that maybe we didn't even discuss that you have now an instinct for and and just discuss how you would actually release this next um, say say a new version of the desktop tower defense game or or the tower defense AR game. Let's let's just say that you stick to that, okay? Because you've got you've got a genre that that is that would definitely work potentially for for AR, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's perfect for location based. Um, but given that, let's say you well, had think, to release another AR game, I guess would you yeah. just change the theme a little, maybe? And, I mean, I, I even think you could still do it within the same. Like you know, there, there, there's definitely evolutions of of series. Uh, that are like a huge jump where like they keep the same IP, but the, the like, yeah, but they refine no, the mechanics exactly. extremely. So I would yeah. still probably, if it was going to be tired of fence, keep the same IP. But one thing I would do is I would make it so that the game is more on the move, uh, which was something we were always worried about. And again, we didn't have the users, you know, we had always intended to, well, if they, <laughs> you know, start them in a small box and then build it out farther, but we didn't have the, the confidence that people, we're literally going to walk as far as they were. Yeah. Um, but, and I would probably make it a lot faster in terms of like, you're not sort of building towers to, um, you know, kill, kill the enemy and have this really like, once the battle starts, you get locked into the single location. I'd rather have it where people are running around deploying stuff yeah. all and over the place in like, you know, just a single, yeah. not, I, you couldn't do a single server instance, or maybe you could, but like it, it just in this, this single, uh, sort of epic ballast. It's not yeah. so much like tower defense. It's more probably zone control. But you know, I, I would have to think about it. it feels sort of feels too much like it. But I mean, I always wanted to make like a horde mode for the game I did make, where like you would deploy this thing that like attracted enemies. Because the one problem with our game is since it's you know like one thing I really admire about Pokemon Go is that you can sort of start playing it anywhere. You know, yeah. and ours is like a big setup. Uh, and we always were worried, like, our game wasn't great to show in a bar, you know, because it's like, oh, I have it all set up back home, and so oh, yeah. there's no AR to see, or you would have to go through the whole process of resetting it up. And so we always thought about having a, a side game that was like a horde mode where you can just, like, flash up this, like, tower installation that sort of, like, calls, summons the enemies to you, you know, as if you're trying to, like, lure them in. Yeah. And that would be a great thing to show and tell, but, you know, obviously if you made that sort of multiplayer um you know uh th that might work i mean it's really hard to sort of think about it on the spot but i think it would yeah. make it faster like like well, the, gonna... the, the, the building something the pushing it out go ahead oh you got oh, something yeah. okay yeah Great. no i'm gonna i'm gonna also pitch something to you because you know as as given that that you're the pioneer and i have no 
I don't have the pushback that the other developers are going to have. I'm just thankful that you you talked on my show. So I'm just like, um, I'm going to give you some perspective that may or may not be right. Um, I feel like change it. You're going to say casual. Yeah, I'm going to say casual <laughs> for sure. I would say even change it to potentially dragons or, um, mm. you know, cute towers or something else like that. So it's not, it's not like it's 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 geared towards hardcore. So so basically it's more cute. Mm-hmm. And and I know you talked about IP and then the underlying mechanics changing, but I've also seen underlying mechanics stay the same and IP changes and it's completely different results. Pokemon Go. Yeah, exactly. And and so I would say this desktop tower or I mean the tower defense, maybe you would have to also claim territory. I don't I don't know if if that is the best way or do you have groups or do you have teams where you're like, like, like you're, you're part of a, a community or you're, you're a little clan to, to claim some space or whatever else. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of mechanics that are different enough, but, but they still work with the AR and the location based. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always like. wanted to have even entire defense. Again, it was like, you know, yeah, and right. I guess had, we had to reduce scope, but I always thought about like weapons that would be like good in different. Yeah, like, and and I feel the regions. weapons should be cute. They shouldn't be like literally violent. I feel like it should, you know, like with um, Plants vs Zombies, where it was mm-hmm. more like cute, cute. So so that's more because the the thing is though, when I see like complete violent stuff, like it it turns me off, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, it doesn't turn a lot of people off, but but it still prevents it from becoming this this bigger thing in my opinion well and, and one of the reasons we sort of went with the art style we did was actually to try to be true to reality we wanted yeah. to create characters that like could feasibly exist in the real world and you're just yeah. seeing them through your phone uh, whereas pokemon go that's another thing where it's like these are clearly not real they're not yeah. stylized to look like it's not like they took pokemon and said like but it has to look like it's like a lion like a real animal but it looks like pikachu you know, they didn't do that, and, and that probably wouldn't work for that series, obviously. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I was sort of sort of in, interested in how that – people might actually even prefer the, yeah. the, the further no, because, disconnect because, from reality. Yeah, because then they're not – their mind understands that it's it's meant to be entertainment instead of, like, try, trying to be completely serious and, and look like like it's mm-hmm. supposed to fit into the to the whole environment itself. And When we, when we speak to casual, when you said one thing I was going to say is I do think – I do think the optimum. I like. I really respect like the classic Nintendo games. Yeah. Uh, most of them, like Zelda, gets a little deep. But say like Mario, uh, where it's like, like you know, we wouldn't say that's casual by today's standards, but you know, it's certainly uh, it's very simple to pick up and yeah. understand the core mechanics. But then it has a depth to it. And I think Plants vs Zombie uh, falls similarly, where it's like the basic like put something here and stuff. It's easy, but like there does become. A, a more yeah. complex and, layer, and I think that that's the route to go. And Mario is a cartoon that is loved by hardcore and like lesser do, hardcore. Do you people. think the tower defense has to be individuals, or or should it be like like clan based or or kind of team based? Well, I, 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 I think I think it, it you having your own innovation. I think you having your own score, but that contributes to a team. What I actually originally envisioned oh, yeah, for clandestine yeah. was that the Navita the like, you know, there's a twist in the story that we never got to get to about, like, the nature of the Navita and, and who's good and who's bad. And, and they're originally going to be their own 
faction and like then there would be okay, Earth, yeah. he, humans on earth who defended them and then there'd be aliens and what we were actually going to do is we were both going to you know we were going to have content where like we would actually slightly shift the story you know you do it once you know every four months say but you would really um every single player is accruing points so it's not just like grab these nodes but you have like this micro level rankings of you within your team you within the world but those micro level rankings uh, supported a macro level ranking of your entire yeah. team so you'd actually get towards the end of these these seasons of game and like the teams would be pushing really hard so every single person's individual effort contributes to the overall score and then you know the timer ends yeah. or the you know the story event happens that you pre-planned and it's like whatever the score is at here will actually determine yeah. like but what what happens in the course of the story so so i mean it would be sort of like i like i like games that are multiplayer and competitive at the same time. Yeah. You know, and, like you're contributing together, but you're separate. Sorry. No, no. What I'm going to say is I promised 10 minutes more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, it's true. But you know what? Since I'm giving you game design perspective, maybe maybe we can just kind of extend this interview until like I've finished all the game design stuff, which will be soon. Um, sure. But, but it's related to your design stuff. So it isn't like me extracting time for me. It's kind of like giving feedback. Yeah, um, that's fine. But I think another thing would be potentially chat. Um, because I know that was missing from Pokemon, and maybe, but but that would at least make it um, fun. But you know, the other mechanic I want to figure out is you would need to have a mechanic where when people are walking around with their phone, they're automatically accruing points or some kind of resource. Where they, yeah. you know, like like in their daily life, so it actually like so it doesn't like yeah. There's part of it where they have to go out of their way for the game, but some of it can be where they're just getting it as they're just. You know, they're like walking down the sidewalk, but they're going to normally which is, do. Which is sort of the eggs in Pokemon a little bit, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah, based on yeah. the kilometers. And that was something that, like, like I was pretty resistant with, but obviously it's proven fruitful, which yeah. is like, is like, is, is that really a mechanic? Like, is that really like just collect yeah, coins well, by being in a general area? But I mean, um, yeah. I, I do think generally the one thing that, like, I really did want to do and that Pokemon Go, like, shows that is what you should do is... You know, as much as people have time to go out for miles and miles and miles, Pokemon Go is also, if you live in any kind of city, something that you can gain progress with however you're traveling to work by slightly, slight deviations on your, yeah. on your day. It doesn't, it, you know, you can go very, very far, but it also is playable on your commute. And, and you're building off the activity they were going to do anyways, right? That's right. And yeah. So, you gamifying what they yeah. were, yeah. So okay, so so that's another mechanic, and then I guess what <clears throat> what what else? I mean, what else would would have to change so that this becomes like people drop Pokemon Go to play this? Because I feel like this tower defense it should it should work, but you know, building is is huge. People love building. Yep. So the stuff they build would would it have to be customized, or or would would you just take pieces? Like would it would it be? more user generated or would you just build well, take pieces I, I, from I definitely think there needs to be a collection element. Okay, so here's another I'm I, I keep opening the old design book, not to yeah. necessarily like, you know, say Clandestine is anything other than what it is. Uh yeah. like I understand why it is where it is. But the, those towers that you built, we we I always thought a collection element, a geocaching, strictly geocaching component was important. Uh, the ability to go and collect things. People love collecting things, yeah, obviously. Exactly. And people yeah. love building things. In Pokemon, you can't really build things, yeah. but you do collect and evolve it. 
Um, and and so older designs, and I can I can show some of these older designs showed the towers broken apart and put together. The idea was actually yeah. that you would have like you could put a different top on a different bottom and really like create your own arsenal, and that the game would reward you with different pieces, and they're actually going to be done in like a you know, a chest or item pack things or like when you open a pack of magic cards where, you know, yeah. uh, you could find these caches yeah. and get this technology. And, and I think what, that system's too heavy to keep it with your casual theme, but I still yeah. think having a collection component and a building component and having you contribute to the AR world are all things that, Poke, like, Pokemon yeah. Go has a collection component, but I think you feeling some mastery over the AR or that you you are changing the world visually through your actions, I think that that is still super key uh, and something that needs to be exploited in future games. And, and when you're building a tower, would you, uh, with your team, would you mix and match them? Like people would individually contribute to some main area or is it you're building your own, your own personal space or area? You know, like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to want to defend their specific house. I mean, cause that's one okay. thing I think would be cool, but I mean, but you can also, have hotspots that are like important, like some sort of resource or some sort of thing that's okay. like by controlling that area, you get a resource. But I, I, I still super love oh, yeah, Pokemon yeah. Go again. You go out to the area yeah. or, 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 or you're lucky enough to be a shop owner who got a, a Pokemon in it and you get a lot of business. But I like the idea too that like, like look at how much I play the game. As you walk, you bring your friend over to your house. This is something we always dreamed about being possible. You you bring your friend over to your house, and as they come in, you know, maybe you both play. Maybe he doesn't play yet, but you lift up your phone, and you show him, like, the fortifications that you've added to your house, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that there's something really special about about doing that, but not not limiting it to just being your house, but, but like... Yeah, like, it's a, it's a zone of your own. You want to yeah. protect it. So So maybe there will be individual zones and there there are shared spaces where you can contribute to the team kind of like with the pokemon gyms to an extent you'd probably want to like i'd probably want to set into parks and stuff so it doesn't overlap other people's personal spaces and that would probably take a little bit of effort but i I mean i do think yeah like the the thing that i think the location based can do once it gets sophisticated enough uh is like we have emotional relationships with our environment you know um, and your house is a place you have an emotional relationship with. You might have an emotional relationship with a park or a nice scenic location. And the more you can leverage into that, the more it does become a genre that offers something emotionally different than VR or any traditional game that always is taking you someplace else. Because yeah. you're taking, you, you, we don't have to build the whole, like, this place you live is important. You already feel that because it's your house yeah. or it's your store, it's your school, or this is my job site, you know? Um, and you do get a little bit of that with Pokemon Go. I mean, I've seen people at job sites like the gym near their work got taken and they feel, you know, like, like that's a disrespect thing. <laughs> they got to go get it back. But I think you can bring it into it, you know, create even more ownership by allowing the people to, to build the gyms, which I know they're going to have requests. But I mean, if that was the core thing of, of you want to defend your house, you'd have to make sure though that people couldn't like, you know, use towers to draw like phallic things over top of people's houses and stuff, you know, yeah. like, like, because you, you don't want people to feel shame or anything playing the game, but tapping into that inherent emotional relationship with the environment, I think is, is, uh, is still untapped territory and something that I think is super interesting. And then for the clans, um, would they just be just two big teams or would it be kind of individual separate clans where you have up to 50 members, kind of like Clash of Clans? I mean, I mean, what, what, yeah, what do you think would work? Because I think with Pokemon, there's just two teams. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Well, and it becomes, well, I think there's three teams, but yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. But it becomes hard to, it, it can become hard to balance at some point, right? Yeah. Um, especially and, if you're taking like real, ter- like real territory yeah, over here, you're yeah. sort of just taking gyms. Yeah. Um, I mean, I originally had it as two teams, but I think the 50 person model is kind of better because then, you know, because, you that, know, that, if, if Team Red over in China takes a gym in Pokemon Go, you don't feel connected to that. But if you and your friends, like, take a location in China while you're in Canada and you are like, yeah, like, we did it, you don't sort of feel, I don't think people feel a broader connection. They might feel a vague connection, like, oh, yeah. you're a Team Red, I'm a Team Red, but, like, they don't feel that, like, fundamental, I, like, my team captured this gym in some far off place and it's because it's so big and diffused right i think one trade-off though with having these smaller teams of 50 is that you're going to have these super teams that that destroy all the other smaller teams who, who are more casual mm-hmm. and then then it doesn't become fun for those casual players versus where pokemon has it where you can kind of participate there will be hardcore people but you know you're i don't know you're you're one of these you know, three on, on one of these three things. So you can add sort of certain, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but like or rubber links. banding where it's like, as you expand out, it becomes more expensive or, okay, yeah. you know, like some, there's some sort of like core resource of power and like, there's a cap on how much power generators you can build. So, it, 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 you know, you could really expand out, but at some point the advantage becomes home team or maybe you get buffs for your home base yeah. and things like and, that, you know, like, and and I feel like even maybe, having your home as a location might be dangerous or feel kind of crazy. Whereas maybe these public spaces kind of like where Ingress took, you know, a lot of their locations from, from that previous game where they kind of knew what would work and what isn't good. Um, Mm -hmm. Like these kind of public or shared spaces works better initially. And then maybe it's sort of hard to, yeah, I I sort of go back and forth because I like the emotionalness of the home, but I also don't want the feeling that like somebody violated that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Um, so it would, it would be it would be hard, but I mean maybe it's one of those things of like you have almost like a a, a hub world like in many games, and that's where you see your base, and you okay. can opt yeah. to have challenges with your friends. Like there's still ways you can handle it, but of course we just added like features and complexity. So so, so the home <laughs> but, is not a public space, but it is like your hub where you can recharge and do all these other things potentially. But it maybe that's where like your foundry is, where you get to build stuff yeah, out of that exactly. you then deploy into yeah, the so game. That, so that's good. So that's like, so at night or something else when you're at home, you know, you, you can do all these things, but it's not, it's not part of the public discourse. Yeah. So, and maybe there's an yeah. ability to show people so you could show off your stuff, but like, it's not, it's yeah. like invite only or something or. Yeah. But it's not like it's on a map and people can, <laughs> can, can, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think there there has to be, but who knows? Who knows? But no, I think you're right because even if you own an apartment block, like how do you sort yeah. that out? But I but I do like the idea of you have this location, your home your home base, where you can do these maybe activities that you can't do outside. The other thing um, that we had in this genre that we sort of didn't like, we originally had in the vision, and there's even old videos of it was like like um, apparel and and other things like a t-shirt yeah. that would interact with the game, and and I still think that there's plenty of room. Uh, to yeah, do that, like no, have I mean, posters that turn into screens and things. Yeah, and and I feel like I don't know. I mean, it see tower defense is one approach, and then I'm trying to think of other genres where it could also work in in an AR AR space. And I mean, and there's there's the adventure type genre which I can see potentially working, but um, which I guess Pokemon kind of is, you know. Um, I mean, I I see that there could be our 
RPGs too. Like it wouldn't be yeah, multiplayer, yeah, but like that you could go about and you know maybe you see like people from a parallel dimension or you see people from the past like yeah. in your city. You know, like well, that could go- be blended into the into the um, tower defense also. Oh sure, some of the side quests. So so um, okay, so there's an RPG element. There's these tower defense elements. I'm I mean, I guess there's a multiplayer element, and then and then the question is, is how do you deal with winter? I mean, I maybe, always... Maybe people uh, don't care. They have to go out anyways. <laughs> well, if you make it sufficiently around their at their house, I don't think they care. Yeah. I still think it's a good idea to have... Like, I still believe in the concept of the game is playable without moving. Yeah, no, and no, exactly. Of, so, so, and incentivizing going out. Yeah. And, and if it was a tower defense game, if you had the uh, ability, I would definitely say, like, you, you actually bring new life into the game in the winter because units... You know, someone from California is going to have trouble taking Winnipeg in the winter because they probably don't have any of the components. And you'll have to sort of rebuild your arsenal. You like you have your summer collection, you have your fall collection, you know, your rainy weather. Like if you could really tie into like weather data and stuff like that yeah. and be like, oh, like this is not going to work. Or this guy beat me because I kept my summer units out and he collected all these winter yeah. units. And, and that, that actually creates an incentive to continue to play it in different conditions because the, the game will sort of altered based on the conditions yeah, and maybe with some winter units you can actually travel out like you were saying where you you don't have to leave your home but you can travel out and, and do all yeah. these things um well, i think there should always be an incentive for going yeah. outside and maybe you make the incentives just higher like you, you tie it to temperature and it's like if it's minus 20 the bonuses yeah. are going to be massive but you, you know? know you know what i realize is that if these pokemon are are in schools i mean if kids are going to school anyways then it works out because they're going to have to go during the winter anyways and I mean, they'll have to continue to expand Pokemon. At some point, it sort of ends up depending on where the end game Pokemon are. Yeah. Um, how many yeah. How many times you want to catch Rat or like 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 Pikachu? Like uh, uh, until it's like not fun. <laughs> yeah, and and so the tower defense. Okay, so and I, and I guess territory people love this concept, or people seem to like this concept of claiming territory or getting territories. So so that kind of works. Um, yeah, I guess, are there any other mechanics then that you would potentially approach, I guess, differently? I mean, I, I can see chat. I don't know. Chat might mess things up. Oh, and I guess, I guess using the camera. So, so there's some, something where it would allow people to take photos that they could then share on social media. Cause I, I feel like that's what, are people doing that with Pokemon? Yeah, massively. Actually, that's yeah. what I was saying. Someone was saying like, like, you know, someone was talking to me saying like, because they're still sort of not that big of a fan of AR, and they're like, "Well, I don't even think the AR is like a good in Pokemon." And it actually, apparently, the game runs slower. It's actually harder to play because the graphics are less stable and things like that, like the actual yeah. characters. So the what all that stuff aside, though, I said, you know, because uh, and, and you can turn the AR off in Pokemon Go. Uh, but, oh yeah, uh, that's true. Um, but I said, I said they might be totally aware of that and 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 see it as like a built-in Snapchat filter. Where you get yeah. to take picture with Pokemon because there's tons of pictures <laughs> with people with Pokemon and that helps sell the game, right? Yeah, like there's and, a and huge viral nature. It, yeah, and it's a new um, type of photo that they can share on networks that they're already on. Whether it's the Instagram. thing I, the thing I was always worried about and has happened is like people taking like sexy photos with your stuff. You know, like there, there's people <laughs> that have like Pokemon like in bed with them naked. You know. Um, and, and and you sort of look at like like Nintendo makes it difficult to chat with your friends while playing Mario Kart. Yeah. But 
now you can take a nude shot with Charizard. It'd be like things are getting <laughs> spicy in the bed, or things things are heating up but in the bedroom tonight. But I can totally tonight. see that as going viral, though. Like that's crazy, right? I mean, and, you do like that's mostly what people do is take pictures of it. Like, and <laughs> and and I think that that like regardless of what they because there wasn't really that AR feature in Ingress, but I think for this one, they said even if it's not perfect, uh, yeah, people see, can take pictures with it, and, and that goes to the systems that were missing. Just that simple thing, which isn't necessarily even a game mechanic, but it's more of a marketing or an expression mechanic. Yeah, you can't really do that in our game at all. That's, yeah. yeah, and and okay, so that would need to be added to the tower defense in some way, and maybe you have. We some did. Key. We did want our main character Nencio, the like little robot guy, to yeah. like use face tracking to fly over your shoulder, kind of like. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know. yeah. But but even still, it's not as cool because it's one character. It's it's not as cool, and, yeah. and plus people don't have like an association built in with that character. It's not like this thing from my childhood I'm in a picture with, so it still wouldn't have worked as good. Um, and we yeah. didn't cut it, but I I definitely think and, and I definitely I think, think yeah. Oh well, what I was gonna also say is maybe the photo in this case, instead of being just like the Pokemon thing, you would use facial recognition. And have you seen those apps where it's like it it ages you or it makes you fatter or all these other things? Yeah, well, Snapchat. You would, yeah, has that right? Yeah, yeah, and you would do some of those, like you were saying, a Snapchat filter, but it would be a different filter than what Pokemon was doing. So it would feel different. It wouldn't be like, okay, this is just like Pokemon. So it'd be well, another type of I'm photo saying. to share, you know. That's what one thing I'm saying too. Like a lot of people are like, oh my god, AR suddenly exploded, and I'm like, well, actually, it's it's been popularized twice now on two different fronts because Snapchat has AR. Yeah, like, well, is they're AR. they're adding. Well, they're kind of adding that recently, right? And it's true, and it but goes, it's happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and what's crazy though is Pokemon has supposedly surpassed Snapchat though in terms of number of installs. Oh, it's it's surpassed like you know. Yeah. Kinds so, of things. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but I feel like this this game we discussed. I don't know. What what do you think of it? Would you play it or not? It depends. It always depends on implementation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many things are great. And, you know, it's yeah. like political ideas are great, but if you implement it badly, <laughs> it's a disaster. Um. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm certainly, uh, I'm certainly going to think about it after this, after yeah. this call. And, um, okay. Well, I, I think that's a good, good way to kind of end the, the thing. Any, I guess any one thing that you, based on your journey now for the last thing you want to share with the audience, is there anything else you want to, um, I guess, uh, or any, any suggestions you have for the pioneers in the audience who, who want to innovate and, you know, really take that huge risk that you took? And you're still well, thinking. You're still in the process, dude. This isn't over. It's just oh, no. inning one. It's only inning no, one. No, I actually Yeah. I, I kind of even even though it turned out the way it did, I still fell in love with like like, you know, yeah. the, the the recognition I did get in terms of being able to travel the world and, and things like that and being on the edge. Like there's still a lot of fun stuff to it. It it's yeah. sort of built into me to be that way. Um I'd rather do that than say like, oh, this game is popular. That's why I feel Let's... like you, you have that pers- you have that opportunity to become like that you know, that billionaire game developer, maybe provided, provide, provided you take some of the lessons learned, right? I, and I, I lessons... spend too much time. I spend too much time writing poetry. It's very, it's like, Oh yeah. I, okay. I, I, I do tons to of... be your desire to be fair. To well, yeah. your desire. so uh, being a billionaire specifically, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not like a super money motivated. I like it yeah. because it allows me to be more ambitious, right? Like, yeah. cause other people like money. Okay. Um, but I'm more worried about the history side of it, right? Like yeah. getting acknowledgement for your ideas, basically. But um, but it's definitely not not over, and it could be possible. Like you know, not everything I'm going to do is going to be for money. And there's always that weird thing of like, you know, 
if you ever did hit it big, like how are people going to discuss it? Like, like you, you know, what, what we made before clandestine anomaly was like a hand painted, like film that went into a digital picture frame to hang in galleries. And it was like that. And then clandestine anomaly. And, and, and it's, and I love it. Like for me, it's like you come in and you, you do a job interview at a company and you say, we made this and then we made this. And if that doesn't make sense to you, then it's going to, you know, that's, that's who we are. That's, okay. you got to understand that we're about like doing these crazy, yeah. interesting things, doing what we love, but that doesn't mean you can't make money or that making money is yeah. bad. Um, but I mean, it, it, it could happen and, and it certainly will go on. Like, you know, the VR stuff I'm doing, I, I hope is, is successful. And I, you know, if I take another crack at, at AR, I, I do hope it's successful. Um, in terms of what I would tell people, I mean, the one, the one thing I, I think coming out of clandestine that maybe I have to revise in view of Pokemon Go, but we'll see. And we'll see if I can get more successful based on Pokemon Go just off of what I've done. But is, is, you know, I did clandestine falling deeply in love and intoxicated by the concept. And I pushed through hard and that helped me get through. And I think that's great. But as I think that the real test is, is looking at the worst case scenarios. Like that's how you pick an idea. That's how I pick an idea. Now I used to do it because I love, I would fall in love, but you got to think about divorce too. And you say, <laughs> is it worse? Is it worth it? Would I still do this if it destroys my reputation, bankrupts me and is just the most miserable experience of my life? Thinking about the optimistic okay, stuff yeah. too. Not, not saying yeah, that that's yeah. the only criteria, but being like, am I willing to accept yeah. the worst, you know, and, and the worst can be, things that you don't even realize like like everyone in your city telling you about this new kind of genre of game have you heard of pokemon go do you like this ar thing it's like yes i'm i'm quite familiar with augmented reality you know like those kind of things are like the little things that sort of like you know just i, I don't want to say they're frustrating but it's just sort of like well this is an interesting outcome of my life um but um accepting all of that yeah and if you still want to do it if you no, still I, then, I like that then just do it then just do it um, and, and that's, that's, you know, my criteria always had to do what you love, do what's passionate. That's, that's why I have a company. It's like, I'm pretty yeah. shitty doing things I don't like doing. And I'm, uh, uh, like, I'm just terrible at it, but if I like doing it, but now I also try to evaluate the, the downsides and say, is it worth that? And if you think, and I still think clandestine was worth yeah. that. I don't regret that decision, but, um, but it's like, you have to, you have to be willing because yeah, even that's... while making it, the production problems we had, we almost we almost did go off the rails, go bankrupt and totally not even release it. And so, and, but I'd still say, yeah, but I still would have done it, you know? So I feel like to, to summarize, basically you have to fall in love with an idea, but you have to be willing to base Get the, the, the reputation <laughs> and the repercussions of, of doing that idea in terms of just even social stigma and all these other things maybe. And then, but also That's right. you need, you need to also, in, in in the midst of, of being attacked and criticized and people thinking you're crazy, you also have to be willing to be the best and keep keep motivated to learn all the stuff that you need to learn as you progress on that love that you're doing. Yeah, um, for sure. You gotta keep learning. Like like yeah. you gotta keep learning and, and like well, I, I had a completely different style before and I was never a guy who's like, I'm always hundred percent right. Yeah. I just had to get better about communicating and, and I think I think if you ever think you have the answers, like, like, and I even see it with guys who are in VR, like VR is going to do this, VR is going to do that. It's yeah. like, shut up. Like nobody has any <laughs> idea. The Ingress people didn't know it was going to yeah. blow up like this. And, and uh, so just, you know, do, you, do, so do you your best, but always be willing to, yeah. 
yeah. on yourself too. I yeah, think that's yeah. even more fundamental. Like, okay. like don't see iteration as just a game design problem. See iteration as a, how do you become a better person problem? Yeah. And, and also, I guess you, you potentially have to try to bring one or two people along for the ride. So you have to keep them motivated too. I, I don't know. Or maybe you can do it alone. I don't know. I mean, because, because, like initially, when you're a complete pioneer, you're gonna have you're gonna have limited resources, and but but it helps to have another partner, like a mm -hmm. learning partner. And and I don't know if you agree with that or not. I mean, if if you feel that it actually. Got I mean, I've I've always had my wife who's my business partner. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, we would. Uh, we I it wouldn't have worked without her. Like. Okay. We survived because of her. Okay. Cool. So I think it is important. Uh, uh, but having buy-in generally with your team, I think is important. I mean, you look at anything and, and there, I actually don't like anytime I see someone take sole credit for something. Cause like you minimally to do what I did had to have somebody support you sufficiently enough to give you the time to take the risk. Yeah. And then someone enough to give you the money to take the risk. And then all these other factors you have to be, you know, I had to be in Canada to get my funding. I had to be, you know, relatively educated. You know, like there's yeah. all these things that are like a society thing or a time and place thing or individual people who make small sacrifices. If you don't have, like, you always need, always need like a support system. And the, the, the yeah. difference is you feel isolated because your, your support system is decidedly quite smaller, quite a bit smaller and less, less well funded. But hopefully then it's, it's stronger. Like, you know, you, you, by you know, it's like your close friends versus you have a ton of friends, but none of them are your close friends. Yeah. But but I mean, and but I I think it's the same. Like it's just the same as love. Like when I say like you know you shouldn't marry somebody uh, because everything's been great and you think it will always be great. You should marry somebody because even if it totally goes bad, <laughs> those years of your life were worth it. Like it was, it, you know, yeah. it was. A, you want that to be part of your life. And so, so it's the, the same experience world itself is is the the journey is the reward. Kind of kind of something like that. Where, where it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, the journey can be terrible, but I still think it's like, <laughs> it's just about a passion. A, a, a love that is a, a sufficiently deep that you can tolerate all of the bad because you, you loved it so much that you're like, you know, like Pokemon yeah. Go never came out, then my game would still sort of not have this second life. And, yeah, and look, I would I, be where I was like a month ago. Where, uh, and, yeah, I'm not, look, I, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, Take take the lessons learned and 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 move it forward. If you feel that that's that's the way to still go, you know, there's just just because this thing is out and we don't even know what's going to happen to it, you know. After Kim Kardashian's game, there have been other hits, so it it isn't like just after Kim Kardashian's game, like or even after Angry Birds, right? So I I, I don't know. No, but, for sure. I'm I'm never calling in the deck. It's more just about what you know, the, making sure you evaluate that you're taking the right approach, like. Uh, like I said, whether I pivot back, but like, I, I'm not, I'm always going to be trying to do stuff like this, you know? Okay. So, and, yeah. okay. Well, you know, I've, I've abused the, the time allotment. I, <laughs> first of all, I appreciate you going way over. I'll, I'll break this up into two shows and I hope the audience has, has enjoyed the time that you've given us. Cause I know I said it was only going to be 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah. It's been about two hours. So I completely appreciate it. I know I abused your time. I'd love to, whenever you want to discuss more stuff, I'd love to have you on the show again. Um, and so once again, where can listeners find out more information about maybe the games that you're working on or even clandestine anomaly? So I think the best thing to, to, to you know, dive into everything we're doing, uh, you know, even the weird artsy stuff is, is probably our core website, zenfry.com, Z-E-N-F-R-I. 
Com. And don't feel bad about wasting my time. I mean, I don't get to talk like this a lot because I am such a Well, I love guest. it, but dude, I want to keep my word. I think that's, you know, as I keep learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is so bad. I enjoyed it, and that's why I hope I hope you got something out of our game design discussion oh, definitely. towards the end. No, I did. Um, but I, I got to, I, you know, that's, you know, as, as you said, iterating on yourself, I want to keep my word, and I'm, I really appreciate it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to release this as soon as, um, actually, I'm going to try to release one tonight. And okay. then I'll release the next one like next week and hopefully it'll give you more exposure and stuff. So thanks Sounds again. Good. And for the audience that stay till the end, thanks again. Um, and thanks again for your time. Take care. No, thank you so much. Have a good day. Yep.